And we are both anxiously awaiting your home improvement type of questions, either by phone or by text. If you want to call and chat with Andy, great. Love to hear your voice. Otherwise, uh, just send your question via text. Same number, 651-461-9226. And let's say good morning to Andy Lindis. Andy, I hope you had a good week. It was a great week, Denny. How about you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I I was thinking about you and your cruise that uh, not only you, but me too, <laughs> trying to get out and maybe get rid of some of the slippery, icy spots at the end of my driveway. Uh, but uh, you had uh, kind of a reprieve from the governor in the weather department uh, to get uh, more work done. I did want to ask yeah. you, uh, though, uh, maybe we could kind of back up. Uh, there was a, a text real early this morning, and we'll get to that, uh, a couple of them actually. Uh, about ice dams, uh, somebody wants a definition, and uh, maybe that's good that we can kind of back up and, and explain what an ice dam is, uh, how it happens, and then I had a, a question about a neighbor who came across while I was working outside, and I gave him Lindis's number uh, about uh, some a lot of damage uh, ice dams can cause inside the house. We'll get to that too, but maybe you could explain for some of our listeners who. Uh, maybe are fortunate they don't have ice dam problems. What is it? How do they form? And what can happen? So I think the easiest way to explain it is, well, we all know what a dam is. Dam is something that's going to stop the water from going where it wants to go and holding it in an area that probably shouldn't have water. That dam is created from heat loss in your house, melting the snow, and it's getting to where the overhang or the eave part of your house is where there is no heat coming up and it freezes. And over time, it freezes and builds up in such a way where I've been higher up on the roof from where that ice dam is and had water mid-calf, Denny. So where there's standing water mid-calf underneath the snow. And remember, snow can insulate as well. So it's not uncommon that you look up there and see snow, but you go down six inches into the snow and it's all water. And, and and that's when the damage can occur. I've seen thousands of dollars worth of damage happen inside of attics and ceilings. You know, once your insulation's wet, it's really hard to save. Typically, that's a complete redo. That insulation has to come out. We gotta more than likely treat it, treat the, the space for mold, and then we're gonna be adding in new insulation to go over the top of it. So heat loss is the, the number one reason for ice dams occurring. Now, some houses are designed I'm telling you, Denny, uh, you know, I can think of at least a dozen times over the last 10 years where I I looked at the design of the house and the water management and all these valleys coming into one area. And and I'm like, the architect purposely put this much water at the front door, one. And two, did they design this house to make it the easiest way to collect ice dams? Um, So there's some design features in houses and roof lines that that can cause it, but more often than not, it's the heat loss in the attic that's causing that ice dam. Uh, have you? Uh, what, what kind of a year has it been? I'd be interested in hearing that. Uh, have you? Uh, have folks called and said, "Hey, uh, I need some help. Come out, and I think I need some insulation." Getting a lot of calls about that. Well, I can tell you this: uh, it's like uh, at this point, we've already ran over a hundred more um, estimates, or we've looked in a hundred more attics than we did at this point last year. And what are we, six weeks into the year, Denny? So yeah. that should tell you the kind of winter, winter that we're having. And then on Valentine's Day, you know, I, I saw rain gutters for a living. You know, the, a big part of our business is leaf guard gutters. 
So I, I get happier about rain more than anybody, but a February 14th, a little ridiculous, especially with the amount of snow that's done on uh, that. That's made some things very slick to deal with. And the, you know, I mean, it is some of it's just. No, I think we lost uh, lost Andy. I tell you what, let's do uh, while we reconnect with uh, with Andy. Let's uh, let's take a break, Dennis. Uh, and we finally moved up a couple of degrees. As it's been 22 degrees for hours this morning. Right now we're at 24 officially. That's the new temp in 24 degrees. We could hit near 37 today. Maybe even 36 tomorrow. Maybe mid 30s again Monday on the holiday. Yeah, the Monday is is a holiday, and I'm reminded that there's uh, the banks closed and uh, no mail delivery as well on Washington's birthday. So, But anyway, mid, mid-30s, and then it changes. You stay tuned to CCO because we are expecting uh, more precipitation this coming week. Stay with us. News Talk 830. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus again answering those home improvement type of questions, either by phone or by text. Uh, call or text at 651-461-9226. Uh, Andy, we got a call. Uh, let, let's uh, get uh, Jim's question answered here. Jim is calling in from New Brighton, I believe, this morning. Jim, thanks for hanging on. What is your question for Andy? Yeah, good morning. I've got a, a, a question, same as the other caller, about roofing. And my son had a new roof put on late last fall. And it, it and after the roof was put on a few days later, it got real cold. So I don't think the shingles even sealed. So now, you know, just here a few weeks ago, it, it had ice build up and all that stuff, and with the rain and everything, and then it started leaking down the walls and leaking into the house. So then he had to have it, you know, with the ice and everything build up, he had to have it steam steamed off. So now. Uh, I'm wondering if being at them shingles were never even, I don't think they even sealed. Is that is that the problem? Because the old roofing, you never had a problem with the old roofing, but now with this new roofing, it started leaking. Um, you know, I'd have to look further into it. Um, it's pretty easy to find out if the, the tar seal is working or not when when you inspect the roof. But if it's coming down the walls, chances are the uh, the, the company reused the step flashing that's along the sidewall. And that's uh, something that wouldn't fly. If we did that with uh, GAF's best warranty, it wouldn't it wouldn't pass the warranty. And right. in order to get the Golden Pledge warranty, you have to actually redo the the sidewall flashing and go up the sidewall with ice and water shield, and then and then replace the siding or the trim piece that 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 you put on there. Now you can get the homeowner to sign off. This is the thing that everything is covered, but leaking in the sidewall and still get the warranty, but we, ne- we never do that. But 95% of the roofers don't replace that sidewall flashing. So my guess is that's where it's coming in. All right. Hope that answered the, the question. Again, 651-461-9226. They came in, this came in real early, in fact, before I got on the air, Andy. Uh, and it says this is for the Lindus crew. Is it worth Having a dehumidifier in my garage, it's heated and insulated with no issues. The problem is that humidity fluctuates so bad from cars coming in uh, with the snow. Uh, thanks for the show. So there's uh, there's the question. What do you think about a dehumidifier and in an insulated and heated garage? Uh, yes. 
in any way you can control your climate a little bit more inside the home, it's it's, it's going to be better off. And and the problem with the, the high condensation or high humidity levels inside your garage is sometimes the damage that that's causing isn't like easily seen. It could be in the walls. It could be in your outlets. It could be in a ceiling fan or a light fixture. And all, all of that stuff does not work well with moisture. So if you can control your humidity level in your entire home, always do it. I can tell you this. I uh, I run a, a dehumidifier in, in my garage. And if I didn't, the same thing. You know, I, I have a plow truck and cars coming in and out, and I use old barn wood on my walls, Denny. If I don't run a dehumidifier in there, it's going to fluctuate so much that wood's going to start to warp, and and uh, it expanded so much on me one time when I was running a pressure washer in there, it sounded like a gun went off. Hmm. Well, I'm thinking, Andy, about this particular question about an insulated and heated garage and putting in a dehumidifier. Uh I'm, I'm, where does that moisture go? Unless you have a drain, or is it run through another part of the house into the sump? Or you know, where, where would that moisture go as you're taking it out of the air? Yeah, you're either going to be putting it into a drain. That's what I. That's what I do. Um, or a lot of dehumidifiers have a holding tank you can get to, and you have to empty that on a regular basis. But um, the problem with that is you never. Once it's full, it stops working. So usually. Sometimes it can go by the wayside, and all of a sudden you realize the dehumidifier hasn't ran for the last three days, and now you got to empty the tank. So if you can find a way to drain the water into a drain or into a sump basket, or or you know you could even you know make a drain or make some kind of an opening to the outside if you're just in a garage there, I'm sure it'd be pretty easy to figure out. Okay, six five one four six one nine two two six. If you want to call in your question, your home improvement question, great. Or uh, send a text if that's easier, like a lot of folks are doing. 651-461-9226. Texter says, I hear you talking a lot about Infinity by Marvin Windows. I guess what they're really saying is what's so good about them? <laughs> I, I cut down the paragraph a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, the, the one, that, that Altrex material on the glass, just when you think about it, those those two materials are as close as it comes when it comes to expansion and contraction rates where everything else is a different frame material and a different glass material. So think about the longevity of that. Those two different materials are expanding and tracking and moving at different rates over the course lifetime of the, of, of the window. There's a reason why we're replacing countless windows that were installed in the early 2000s and why we choose the infinity window is because i truly do, do think that this gives us the best chance to have in your 30 40 50 year window in a home now knowing what i know that i have i don't know 11 12 different manufacturers of windows in my home alone and how my infinity windows perform in 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 my home so so take a look at the the forecast here we're going to be what, in the minus 6 to 10 degrees, maybe Thursday or Friday? Yeah, Thursday night. You yeah. On, on those days, so Friday about 1 o'clock, I have a, a whole room. It's 40 feet long, 16 feet wide. That is pretty much all windows. I ordered infinity windows in the largest size that they would make them because, and we've talked about it before, that's, that's when windows fail. The bigger they get, the easier they are to fail. And I'll have that thermostat set at 73, and I guarantee you by noon, 1 o'clock, because of the solar heat gain, the way these windows are designed for this specific climate, it's going to be 76, 77 degrees, even though it's negative temperatures outside. 
That's how much, how good those windows want to hold the heat, retain the heat, and then you get the solar heat gain from the sun. Because remember, this time of year, that sun is lower in the horizon. So our windows are designed to allow that heat to come in the house, which we want this time of year. It can lower our, our heating bills. And as we get more into the summertime, that sun goes higher into the horizon. Those That sun's energy is now reflected out. The low E starts to work that way. Yeah, you're right about Thursday night. I think I'm looking at that forecast. We're looking at maybe four below uh, overnight Thursday night and only 15 above by Friday. So plus we'll, we'll be getting some uh, more snow this week. But that's uh, further details coming along here in just a few minutes. We'll get you that that whole forecast. You know, Jim is, has a follow-up question I want to get to before we head to that forecast. Let's, uh, Jim, let's hear, let's hear your follow-up question for Andy. Yeah, well, the, on, this, on this roof, if that roof isn't sealed, will that cause leaking? If the shingles um, well, are you're going to have to have – it very well could, yeah. If there's standing water on the roof and the shingles aren't sealed, it, it, it could cause leaking. Now, if there's standing water on the roof – no, there wasn't. And, the guy, when he steamed okay. it off, when he steamed this roof off, he he seen the shingles popping up when he was shooting his steam at them. Aha. Uh-huh. So, yeah, then, then then the seal's not, like I said, it's pretty easy to see why what's happening there. Um, my well, guess that is that the, the seals, it would. Now, um, what's the manufacturer of uh, shingle? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And the other question is on your leaf guard gutters. You know, if you get an ice buildup on regular gutters, you know, it'll build up and then it'll just go back up towards the roof. On your leaf guard gutters, now, does the ice build up on top of them too, or how does that work? No, see, the, the way uh, leaf guard is shaped, it's shaped to discourage anything but liquid water from entering the trough. So if ice starts to build up on them, you'll actually get some icicles coming down, but it'll never actually build the ice back up onto your roof. Um, if the trough itself ever fills up with ice, again, you'll get some icicles coming down. And it's way easier to deal with ice on the ground than it is on the roof, So, given the choices. Having said that, LeafGuard is the only gutter system that I've been able to find that has a lifetime ice damage guarantee. It ever pulls loose or disforms in any way because of ice, it's fixed or replaced for free. I uh, Again, Jim, thanks for the follow-up question. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, if you have uh, any kind of home improvement question, now's your chance. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Earlier, Andy, when we opened up the show, I was mentioning I was out working in my uh, end of my driveway, and uh, a neighbor came over telling me about uh, some, unfortunately, some damage. A lot of damage, evidently, in their kitchen area, in other areas too, but especially there, uh, with ice dams and water coming in, etc. And of course, I said, he mm-hmm. said, first of all, do you have ice dams? And I said, no, I haven't for years. And I said, I had Lindis over the years come in to, uh, you know, get my attic situation, you know, because the insulation was terrible or non-existent. And uh, ever since then, I've had zero ice dams and uh, no problem. I said, you got to call them. you got to get that taken care of. For those that, uh, and I know we got a lot of people out there with, with that same question, maybe the same problem, unfortunately. What is the process for them and how does Linda Lindis ha- handle this? They call Lindis, and then what happens after the phone call? Well, one of our specialists is going to come out to your house, and we're going to do a thorough inspection, not only of your attic, but of your entire home. 
because we have to figure out how the air moves in your house. We're going to want to look in your basement. We're going to want to look in your attic space. We're going to take infrared imaging from the exterior of the home, try to look for any heat uh, loss that's happening. It's a great time of year to be able to do that. And then we're going to put together a comprehensive plan on what it's going to take to make this the most comfortable home that it possibly can be. And more often than not, once once they make that decision, we're going to uh, pull out almost all of your existing insulation. More more often than not, that's that's the, going to be the best course of action. We're going to put down some spray foam, sealing off the entire attic. We're going to address any ventilation issues that there may be. And then we're going to blow in cellulose over the top of that spray foam to get to at least an R60 uh, collectively. And when we do that, ice dams go away. Yeah. It's amazing. And in my case, too, and I know uh, icicles can happen anywhere at any time, but uh, that's another thing I've seen reduced since Linda's uh, got us over the years, uh, the uh, insulation, the proper insulation. And that foam, what a difference that made. I keep saying that every year we talk about it, but it's it's so true. To me, that's the only way to go. Uh, I know we're up against the clock here for the forecast, so let's do this. Let's invite our, uh, invite our listeners to uh, join in more. we got about another half hour of the show to go, so if you have any kind of a home improvement question, we welcome yours, again, either by phone or by text. Here's the number for either, 651-461-9226. Weather straight ahead here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our uh, Home Improvement Show, presented by Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is answering, as usual, uh, your uh, home improvement questions. If you want to call and talk with Andy, great. You want to send a text, here's the number for either, 651-461-9226. Speaking of phone calls, Andy, we've got some and text as well. I think Joy in Stillwater is first up here. Thanks for waiting, Joy. What's your question for Andy? Yes. Yes, Andy. Uh, our old house has these cast iron drain pipes and our upstairs bathroom with the shower and the toilet and the sink all drained down. Yesterday I went downstairs after a shower, my floor was all flooded and with a plumber here, he ripped through the ceiling, replaced some of the cast iron with peepsy valve piping, but I need someone who would help me put back all the tile and uh, the boards and the ceiling. And do you at uh, Linda's do inside things like that type of construction? Um, yeah, for sure we do. Um, now, uh, that's the good news. The bad news is they're they're very busy. And um, the, just to get an estimate uh, from that department can be a, be a couple of weeks. That's just how far out they're booking. But if you can be patient, uh, my design build people and interior modeling folks are as good as they come. True craftsmen in the industry. And I'm telling you, the reviews that we get from that department and, and from the customers that get to deal with Mr. Kuby and his people – they uh they seem to enjoy it. So if you can be patient for it, great. And one of the things about Lindis, 
Um, we always get talked into working on these houses in Stillwater. Anytime that there's a house that needs any of the historic elements redone, it seems like we're the go-to contractor, whether it's on the exterior or the interior there. We have a lot of uh, experience trying to make sure that the house is remains to that same look, that same time period. I mean, it's some really awesome woodwork. You're talking houses over 100 years old in some cases, so it's 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 fun to work on, but it's not an easy task usually. Oh, some beautiful homes in Stillwater for sure. Beautiful. Um, thank you, Joy. By the way, for Joy and everybody else, if you want to get in touch with uh, with Lindis for whatever project you may have in mind. Uh, 8449-LINDUS, again, L-I-N-D-U-S, 8449-L-I-N-D-U-S. So you can always get on uh, the web, too, at lindusconstruction.com. We'll get you that number, that info, before uh, Andy uh, leaves us today. 651, our number, 651-461-9226. I think and hope Patrick is still on the line calling in from Chanhassen uh, this morning. Patrick, uh, what's your question for Andy? Maybe Patrick's not there, but maybe Patrick call back if uh, if uh, if you missed us. Uh, Texter says this to Andy: We have a split entry. Our wooden railing indoors is not sturdy. Is this a project requiring a professional? Do you think? Depends. Sometimes those railings, uh, when they are initially put on, especially in some of those split level homes, which. You know, we're, we're, we we built a lot of them in the, in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Those railings maybe can be anchored easy enough by, by, by a do-it-yourselfer if you have some construction background. But um, my experience is once those things are loose and people are refastening things, unless you're going to be re-anchoring re in, in a professional manner, it's not going not gonna to be something that holds. It's not something you can slap a screw in and think it's going to make it better. Okay. So get a pro in there. Um, another text says, there's another Marvin Infinity question. For custom-size Marvin Infinity windows, how long does it take to get those these days after ordering? Well, for us, uh, I think our lead time right now is from the time you say yes, um, anywhere from six to eight weeks later, we're going to be installing them. If they're going to be stained, it might be that eight to ten weeks later, um, depending on on how many windows. But the lead times are actually really good for us right now with the Infinity window. All right, great. Uh, again, call uh, Lindus eight four four nine Lindus. Let's go back to the phones. Andy Michelle, I think, is calling uh, this morning from somewhere in CCULN. Michelle, what is your question for Andy? Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a window question. It's a roof question. No, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Okay, I have a dryer that's vented through the roof of my house, and it melts all the snow off down below it, and now I have an ice dam at the gutter. And I'm wondering why or how and what do I do about that? Well, a couple things. You you might be able to work that vent so it comes out the sidewall, but even even that is going to be putting heat up, up, into the overhang somewhere so we've been able to maybe extend that vent higher up uh, the, okay. the roof line or the actual pipe so the brown vent isn't like blowing directly onto the snow remember heat's going to rise so you don't have to get it that much higher up above the, where the snow is going to be where it's not going to be an issue but if you can vent it out the side of the house 
typically better. In fact, I, I see there's way more dryers vented out the side, side of the house than, than up to the top. Usually the, the brown vent that we're seeing through the through the roof are going to be your bathroom vents and your range hoods, things of that nature. Because yes, lint this, this, is an issue, and, and if you can't get... Go ahead. Yeah, this, this vent looks like the same. It's the same style as my bathroom fan vent. Yeah. But, of yeah. course, I don't have and, this problem at the bathroom because it's not warm, dry, or warm, warm, humid. Well, and I wonder, um, too, you probably haven't been able to get up there and, and, and see any of the lint issues or any of the other things that dryer vents can have. Yeah, I do that's, go up and clean it out. It has a one-way flap on it. Yep, okay. Good. But Good. it's warming oh, yeah. my roof and creating that. Okay, all right. For sure, yeah. That's uh, it's, uh, until you get rid of that warm air, you're gonna have that. That's gonna be a persistent problem. And there's probably options to do that. Going again, you, but you're gonna have to get up in the attic, and you're gonna be there's going to be some insulation work done, no matter what. Once you walk around that insulation, you're gonna have to put some new insulation in there. But it, it's a doable thing. Uh, we've done them. We've done numerous ones. In fact, a lot of times when we're redoing roofs, we take that into consideration, Denny. And if we can remove that type of stuff from the roofing and go out the wall, we will. All right. Very good. Michelle, thank you. Good good stuff. Uh, texter wants to know, Andy, do ridge vents cause problems when covered with snow? Because how is the attic breathing? Well, uh, our ridge vent is specifically designed to be able to vent through the snow. So typically when they are even covered, remember, this is the highest point of the roof. So this is going to be one of the first areas of the roof that gets uncovered. One, two. When they're covered, it still has some venting capability. I mean, our, our our ridge venting was designed for areas with snow. The vents that we see have the majority of the problems are your box vents. The box vents typically are we we they ice up, and when they ice up, that's when they can really stop to work. And especially this year with the amount of rain, snow, rain, snow, rain, snow we've had. Our uh, box vents, or what some people call turtle vents, seem to have more of an issue than the other ones. Having said that, the ice dams and things going in your attic, usually, I, in fact, I've never seen where snow and ice blocking the outtake vent uh, has caused major issues. It's usually not the problem. Other things are going on that are that need to be taken care of first before that is the issue, typically. Okay. I have a feeling on this next question, Andy, you're going to recommend our friend Jesse Treble. Here's the question. Would like to know where I can get a cover for a sump pump to keep out the radon. <laughs> yep. Safebasements.com, baby. Get us again. Yeah. Safebasements.com. Uh, and as Andy knows, I had that done a few years ago, thanks to uh, Safe Basements, because we did have a radon issue in our basement in our home and uh that is amazing it's it's to me it looks like <laughs> it looks like it might be like a a, a porthole a window a porthole like for a, a high end atomic submarine or something but it really is and it's and this is his own proprietary uh thing and it it's really neat so yeah com, like andy said com, local company and uh, you'll be happy about it. Yeah. That. Not only local, um, Benny, they, 
they, they have almost no turnover of their people. I've, I've been dealing with the same people for 15 years or at least a decade with the safe basements folks. So that tells you everything you need to know about Jesse. He takes care of his people, and those are, are people that are working there as careers. So, yeah. and, and again, they go all over the country to teach people what they do and how they do it. And we have them right here in our backyard. That's right, based right here in Minnesota. Absolutely. Uh, this listener, Andy, wants to know, do you have any opinion about a heated driveway system? Uh, yeah. If you can afford the energy costs, I'm for <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> if, uh, if, you know, I, I've seen enough where uh, the, that if you have it done right, it, it can make a big difference. And even some of those pads that get put out in problem areas, those can be really nice. Um and it's not a ton, a crazy ton of energy for those those heating pads that, that you've seen, like, put in steps or places that have lots of ice, especially when you're having as much freezing rain as we've had this year. It seems to uh, make more and more sense. But I can only imagine, you know, I know what my energy bills are this year, and I got my thermostat set a little bit lower than normal. And yeah. I have pretty pretty well-insulated homes, Danny. I can yeah. only imagine how much more that would be if I was I was heating my driveway. But my driveway, I live out in the country. My driveway is a quarter mile long. So it, uh, I mean, it, it took me until a decade ago to even afford paving for it, let alone to heat the dang thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother level. <laughs> I mean, it, it took me until a decade ago to even afford paving for it, let alone to heat the dang thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother level. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. Andy. Hang on. Hang on, Andy. We're going to take a quick break here and be right back with more of our home improvement show. Now, 24 degrees in the Twin Cities. We may hit 36 or 37 today and again tomorrow and maybe mid-30s on Monday, although we expect some snow to begin falling on Monday. We won't even get an inch or so accumulation on Monday. You stay tuned to News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good morning once again. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus again answering uh, those particular questions for you this morning, either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. Andy, bunch of text messages. Let's see how many folks we can uh, help out before you take your leave today. Uh, Ken is one. Can I install vinyl plank flooring in a cabin kitchen that is not heated in the winter, what do you think? Um, I don't see why not. Uh, it's going to be pretty stable. You just follow the directions with, with the installation techniques, and you should should be okay. I, I don't think there's any problems with that freezing. Outside of once it's frozen, it probably can crack and break a little bit easier. I don't know how how cold, it, but if it's an unheated space, it's going it's going to get below freezing pretty easily. Okay. I always get questions, as you know, Andy, about uh, your service area, how far does Linda's travel to get some work done. I, I urge folks, if they have any questions about that, uh, just to call Linda's. They'll let you know. Uh, 844-9-LINDA's. Give them a shout, and they'll uh, get you details on uh, where or where they don't uh, serve. So 844-9-LINDA's. Another question we get often, and I'm sure you do too, Andy, is uh, Marvin or any kind of a window, can we... If we only do one window at a time, is that doable? And we always say, yeah, right? Absolutely. It sure is. Now, um, there's some awesome payment plans now, uh, whether that's 
you know, deferring the interest or the payments down the road or setting up just a, a normal payment plan. So we can always explore those options. But Denny, we've always had that no job too big or too small for us. We'll, we'll gladly come out and put up one piece of gutter, replace one door, one window. And because we know that down the road, we're, you're going to want us to do the rest of them. And yeah, it's not uncommon that with window jobs especially, that we that we phase it out. It's it's pretty common that we're going to go. All right, we're going to replace these five this year, these these five next year, and those five the following year. Or you know, I've, I've even set up a five year plan with people before. Now, yeah. one thing you have to weigh out: how much more is that window going to cost me in three years than what it does right now? And That's the only thing point. I can show you is what that window would have cost you three years ago or what that roofing would have cost you three years ago or what that decking would have cost you three years ago. The, always keep in mind, the cheapest time to buy home improvements almost always is today. Right. Yep. <laughs> it's I, I've had a few price decreases in my life, Danny, I'm not going to lie, where all of a sudden the supplier goes, you know what, we're going to lower your price. But I've had hundreds of price increases. So... There's, there's, I got uh, on one end, hundreds of price increases on the other end, like four or five price decreases. So I can only go with that information that it's going to be more expensive than tomorrow than it is today. That, that is a valid point. And uh, like you said, Dan, we don't talk about it as much as maybe we should about financing. Yeah, you guys can handle that, that as well. Um, oh, we're getting close to the end of the show, Andy. Let's see how many other folks we can help here. Uh, this one is, uh, their house was built in uh, 1984. We had our attic insulation updated in 2010. Should it be inspected again is one question, or how often should that be done? Well, um, I'd like to see what the inspection said in 2010. Um, Believe it or not, not, uh, a lot of things have changed in our thinking of attics for the majority of people since 2010. For us, we've kind of had a way to look at it. We've always known, at least since the early 2000s, that attic air sealing was really, really important. But I would uh, I'd like to see exactly what the inspection said in 2010 before you can make that determination. The nice part is, it's a free service. If you're worried about it, the heat map analysis, at least from us, to have us come out and give you the whole deal about what's going on with your house's energy, where the heat loss is happening, what's going on with your windows, what your R value is everywhere, what's going on in your basement, all that stuff's free. It's an hour and a half of your time to sit down with one, one of my experts, and they will be able to explain to you exactly what's going on and what what we can do, if anything, to fix your house. Excellent. Another question you get from time to time, and we do here on the show as well, about a heat tape solution to keep the gutter and valley ice-free in the winter. Have you come up with a good one, or uh, is there such a thing? You know, um, if you're going to be using a heat tape in valleys, are probably the best spot for them. And, like, there's certain areas and valleys where, unless you're getting rid of the heat loss, but the normal freeze-thaw cycle sometimes, because that that valley is metal, or there is no heat loss coming there, and it's pushing a lot of water in one area, so a a heat tape might be necessary. Having said that, if your valley is installed the right way, and when I say the right way, again, 95% of the roofers don't do this, but what you have to know is, in our valleys, the ice and water shield is three rows wide. So we're putting down one row, then we're putting down our metal pin, and then we're putting down another row of ice and water shield on each side. 
giving us like seven and a half feet wide of ice and water field there after the overlaps. The water's going to have to go a long ways in those singles in those areas in order to leak. And that's why we don't, we don't deal with those falls ever. But heat tapes are typically band-aids covering up something else that's going on your roof. I don't know about you, Andy, but lately, all over the various neighborhoods here, I've seen pest control trucks. And uh, I realize that maybe people are just discovering they have uh, Mr. Mouse in the house and they haven't discovered it until uh, recently. But we, and I'm sure you do at Linda's, get questions about squirrels uh, in the attic. This texture says, what's the best way to get rid of squirrels building a nest under the eaves and repair the area? Of, of the house. I mean, what, what is, you guys at Lindis have come across uh, squirrel problems in attics all the time, don't you? Yeah, and those red squirrels can be, I mean, they can cause a lot of damage and they can chew through metal and, and other things too. Um, but, but for me, I condition those areas with peppermint oil or any type of mint oil. Uh, as you just get the, you know, some cheap essential oil or, you know, most magic, those little peppermint pillows you can buy from the store work great too. I throw those, those, those into those areas and I don't have rodent issues. Now, having said that, Denny, I have a hot tub outside, uh, on my, on my one porch and we've only had this hot tub, you know, we've, we've had a hot tub, I think now for two years of my, my entire life. And I went out there last week. And the controller wasn't working anymore. The machine was still working. And I could see some, looked like uh, crumbles of spray foam coming out of there. So I took the wall off, and red squirrels had got into the side of my hot tub and eaten through all of the wires and made nests inside there. So they, and I don't know, Denny, they, they, they chew through plastic, metal, you name it. They, they, they can cause a lot of damage. So what you can, I think the best thing you can do is putting those peppermint pillows around or using essential oil everywhere, especially this time of year, because it gets colder, they start to search out food and shelter. Yeah. So once you start to realize that, you can, can make it happen. You know, Absolutely. I, I'm pretty nice to the squirrels, Denny. I got 11 bird feeders out there, and I'm, I'm not, I don't let the squirrel, I don't chase the squirrels away from them. But uh, maybe this is my own doing, and I'm bringing the critters too close to the house. Uh, you never know. Well, be kind to animals, as they say. Andy, we've got to fly out of here. Thanks uh, for all your help. We'll talk again uh, next week. What do you say? Sounds great, Danny. Thanks a lot. Have a great uh, day. Thanks so much. You want to get in touch with Linda's, 844-9-LINDA's. Give them a call this uh, this coming Monday if uh, you need some help. Danny Long, thanking you for your company. We're going to be back uh, tomorrow morning for the health show and your money filling in for uh, Susie Jones, who I think is filling in for Geraldine. So we've got a, a changing partners here. So we'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Right now in the Twin Cities, 24 degrees. Have a great day.